0: The MLB app, baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. He's the reigning Fortnite champion. She's a Call of Duty legend. They are Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Good
1: morning. The Chicago Bears may have righted their season, or at least their quarterback may have saved his career last night. It was very impressive. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It is Maggie and Perloff. The Bears last night winning DJ Moore three touchdowns, and they just dismantled the Washington Commanders who are supposed to have a really good defense, but so far we're not seeing the evidence of that. Guys are pointing fingers at each other, saying they didn't start fast. Ron Rivera's having to answer for why they really stunk last night, particularly in the first half. And meanwhile, on the Bears side of things, for people who had written off Justin Fields, written off. Everything going on with the Bears, considering all the drama they've had this season, they get a little reprieve here, a little moment to breathe with Justin Fields throwing four inter- uh, four touchdowns, excuse me, in back-to-back weeks.
2: Yeah, I mean, they have the 10 days, you're right. Uh, they have a moment to breathe, but right at their season, they've won one out of 15 games, and they beat <laughs> Sam Howell and the Commanders, who now, who've lost three in a row, and now appear to be terrible. So... I, I don't know. I feel like this is a little bit of false hope for the Bears. They
1: got up off the mat maybe is a little bit better, right? Like, they had no pulse. And yeah. it was the defensive coordinator resigned, and that was weird. And Chase Claypool has to be away from the team. And who is this Matt Eberflus, and why can't he get the team together? And Justin Fields might not have a career. Well, back-to-back weeks, Fields has looked good. And if they do continue to win games, ironically, could be the worst thing for them. Because right. it's easy if you just lose, get the number one overall pick. You can start over with Caleb Williams. When you win a couple games and you get stuck and maybe you have the second, third, fourth pick, then things get a little bit more difficult.
2: Continue to win games. They won one game.
1: I'm just saying.
2: I don't know. It just sounds like you're painting an optimistic picture because it was a standalone game. I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that if you're a Bears fan... Any hope is false hope here, and I think they're going to have to start over next year, and they have to get high up in that draft. And they, I'm sorry, they're going to have to get a quarterback. Even if Justin Fields is good, they're going to have to start over with a new coach and a rookie, uh, a quarterback on a rookie deal, because a new coach comes in. They're basically going to be the New York Giants with Daniel Jones. I'm not sure they build a winner around Justin Fields fast enough.
1: Okay, so then what happens? Fields gets traded. Like, if he keeps playing like he did the last two weeks, where they lost last week, even though they were staked to a 21-point lead against Denver, and then they win this week, but he's looked looked like he can actually throw the football, Mm. and when he has a weapon like DJ Moore... This looks much better. Again, DJ Moore already has better numbers in terms of receiving yards and touchdowns than any Bears wide receiver from all of last season. Like the dude just needed some help, maybe. Well, so, you, so now, like, what do you do with Fields? You trade him away? Like you keep him as a backup for your rookie? Yeah, maybe. That's tough.
2: The uh, I mean, that's what happened. What happens to most of these failed first round picks? Which is most first round picks?
1: Go to a different team.
2: Well, or they just hang out for one year while the rookie's there. Like uh, did Trubisky do that? I can't even remember. But yeah, he might go to a different team. What are you gonna What are you gonna get in a trade for Justin Fields?
1: Well, if he again, if he still plays like this and he actually puts up representative numbers, I'm not saying that at the trade deadline it might be a possibility. But maybe that's rare. But perhaps after the season's done, maybe you have a team like Atlanta or a team like the Rams or a team who might be looking to turn the page
2: for like a Trey Lance package, a fourth round pick, third round pick
1: It might be a little higher considering Trey Lance didn't even play like you yeah. have no idea what Lance is. If, if Justin Fields continues to play well, you could have Fields and potentially Kyler Murray, both on the trade market of guys who could have shown you a little something, even though it's not sustained.
2: Yeah, people are not going to want to pay Kyler Murray and they're not going to want to Sign a big contract for Justin Fields. I guess they'll look at it as a one-year tryout. It's just, think about the NFL and who uh, advances. It's the teams with rookie quarterbacks on rookie deals. It's easier. I mean, basically, I think there's only one Super Bowl in the last 10 years that hasn't had a quarterback on a rookie deal. So I think the Bears...
1: Well, the Chiefs, but Tom Brady was on a... No, he was
2: on a rookie. Well, I'm saying... the second one. The second one, okay. I uh, know but Jalen Hurts was on the rookie deal.
1: Yeah, Jalen Hurts was. I mean uh, Tom Brady wasn't on a rookie deal. No, no, but ha-
2: having one quarterback on a rookie deal. Okay. Every everyone except one. There's always a quarterback on a rookie deal. And you almost always see that once you pay the money that
1: becomes in the, Instantly becomes harder. I
2: wouldn't be surprised. I'm not sure Jalen Hurts gets back soon. I'm not sure Joe Burrow gets back soon. Who else pay, uh, got paid? Justin Herbert.
1: Josh Allen's never been.
2: Josh Allen's never been. If they pay Tua, I'm not sure. The Dolphins Lamar obviously Jackson. can't keep that dream team around them. So Lamar, well, Lamar Jackson didn't get there in the first place. But yeah. right. So anyway, I do think that the Bears, think about where they are as a team. Say they win go 4-13. They're not going to keep Eberflus, right? So you're going to bring in a new coach and give Justin Fields another system?
1: Uh, I don't know. All hmm. I know is that I watched him last night and I was like, oh yeah, this is this is someone who you could actually win with. He's yeah. got one good receiver and last night to be fair, I know the Commanders clearly are not a good team but the Bears were losing guys on the offense on the, along the offensive line. They lost running backs last night to injury and they were still able to put the game away unlike last week where they allowed Denver to hang around hang around. This was different. This looked like Justin Fields looked like a first-round pick last night.
2: All right. you Go ahead. Buy into it. Beating <laughs> the Commanders. Beating the Commanders and playing well against the Broncos. False hope, Meg.
1: Big, big day here on the Maggie and Perloff show. Well, every day is, to be honest. This one, a little messier than most. If you want to watch along, YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio uh, or just listen to our voices, Theater of the Mind. Perloff lost a bet to me, which means he has to eat a bowl of Skyline chili with no hands. Uh, He thought Joe Burrow was going to take less money than Justin Herbert.
2: (laughs) I'll get out of here. I beat you in 10 bets. Stop. (laughs) And I don't sit there and laugh. I have to eat the chili. Isn't that enough?
1: (laughs) I know. Now I'm just rubbing it in. But uh, like the chili on your face later. But uh, we've got things here. We've got a bowl. We've got cans of Skyline chili. Perloff's already made the spaghetti in the microwave here at work.
2: Yeah, I, I had an assist. So I read online, how do you make spaghetti in a microwave? It said, pour water on it, put a cover on it, and do it for three minutes. Yeah. It took 12 minutes of microwaving to soften the spaghetti, according oh to uh, Andrew Kaplan. So the spaghetti's fine. It's sitting right there. The spaghetti is key for me, because I need something to grab onto. <laughs> <laughs> That's my lifeline right here. And I have, uh, Save I've, me spaghetti. I have cheese, too. Great. And oyster crackers? I don't know. I'm not sure what you do with them
1: Oh yeah Crunch Have a little crunch
2: Yeah oyster crackers That's gonna be easy To eat with no hands Cap
3: really did do A tremendous job Microwaving this spaghetti This is This is al dente
2: Uh, Let me ask you guys A question
3: Did you just eat some
2: No but I can If you'd like (laughs) I have an important question Yes Do I wear my glasses Because I have Another medical concern here If I get chili On the glasses And I have no hands I'm not gonna be able To see what I'm eating I'm gonna have to Go in there blind
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think about that. I'm uh, there's no way I wouldn't even know
2: where the bowl is. (laughs) You'll
1: have to sense it. There's no way your glasses would get scratched or anything, right?
2: (laughs) I guess it depends what's What's in the chili. in that chili. It is sharp cheddar. (laughs) So maybe the cheese is sharp.
1: (laughs) We don't need like you to be blind for the rest of the show. Can I expense
2: glasses. new glasses if I ruin my glass? <laughs> Can you imagine someone in corporate getting that invoice? <laughs> uh, he ruined his glasses eating chili with no hands. What <laughs> kind of operation <laughs> are we running here?
1: <laughs> Wait, when you broke your glasses on Dan Patrick's show, very famous moment yeah, where you were uh, trying to Harlem Globetrotter a basketball, spin it on your finger. In a small room, yes. And you broke your glasses. Did, did they pay for new glasses? Oh,
2: certainly not. Those were Oliver Peoples $400 glasses. I've since then not paid as much for glasses. <laughs> and what
1: are these? The Sally Jesse Raphael collection? These,
2: yeah, <laughs> these these were the ones the insurance gave me. Got it. They uh, still look
1: good. I, I definitely don't want them to be like permanently.
2: I appreciate dis- that. Disformed. I think I think they'll be okay. Uh, it's very liquidy chili. I don't think they'll ruin glasses. There's nothing on the can about do not eat with glasses and no hands. <laughs> There's no warnings here.
1: <laughs> Man, if something goes wrong, we could really there is, sue the crap out of it. There this. is
2: this really interesting thing on this can. It says, serving suggestion, enjoy a three-way, a four-way, a five-way. I do not know what that means. <laughs> why would you? Get, it's like add cheese It's a three way. That's not what I know is a three way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a, me, a menage of cheese? I don't know. Menage yeah, I mean, chili? this is a
2: very sensual chili. <laughs> I, do, I still don't understand why they just call it chili with cheese. Why is that a three way? Must be a Cincinnati thing.
1: I think they want it's suggestive, you know? It's I mean,
2: a little dangerous. I don't know now if now I'm, I'm ready chili. for a four way, Meg. <laughs> yeah,
3: pe- people in Cincinnati, they have not had a lot of good football to cheer at over the years. <laughs> yeah. So they just start doing four ways and five ways with each other.
1: You got to keep busy. <laughs>
2: Somehow, it's cold in the winter in Cincinnati. You need a five-way.
1: All that body heat. I never really thought of chili as being a sensual food.
2: Also, hot dogs are a big part of skyline chili Let's too. Not go there. <laughs> oh boy, those you
3: can definitely get creative with. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but that's a that's a real health risk. Eating hot dogs with whatever. And I'm not going to have that visual out on the internet.
3: <laughs> Don't want to have the
1: glizzy. No, no, no. 855 212 4CBS. That's an interesting time to give out the number. Gabe is in <laughs> Oakland. He wants to talk about uh, uh, 49ers and Cowboys' massive game this weekend. Gabe's got a thought. Good morning.
0: Hey, Maggie. Uh, I, I understand you chose Cowboys to uh, be in the Super Bowl, you know, representing the NFC, but honestly. You know, despite how talented that roster is, as long as they have Mike McCarthy, uh, they're not sniffing an NFC championship uh, with confidence. You, you, uh, they're no better than the Cowboys with Jason Garrett.
1: Man, and, but uh, here's the thing. McCarthy is a Super Bowl-winning head coach. I know they left, they left a few out there. They definitely did. He got very conservative. You have Aaron Rodgers. Like, you cannot be that conservative. But it's not like McCarthy hasn't coached in a big game. He beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl.
0: I feel like it was more Aaron Rodgers beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl. That, that's just uh it was just the product that he had, and he was even able to make the best out of that. One of the be- better quarterbacks of our generation. Uh, and as far as this uh, this coming Sunday night, uh, likewise, kind of uh rallying behind that. I, I just don't see Mike McCarthy uh, out beating Kyle. Yeah. I mean, Listen, he uh, hasn't been able
1: to. It's been, Gabe, you're right on. And, you know, the last two playoff yeah. games where McCarthy has been at the helm, whether he was calling plays or not, he's the head coach. He's an offensive-minded head coach. And they scored 12 points yeah. in one game and 17 in the other. That's not enough to win playoff
2: games. Yeah, but to be fair, Dallas defensive coordinator Dan Quinn has had Kyle Shanahan's number two. I mean, the they Niners— know each other well from the, the 90 days. Yeah, the Niners score over 30 pretty much every game except these Cowboys games— So maybe we shouldn't even be talking about Dak Prescott. And maybe we should be talking about Tony Pollard is the Cowboys defense. How many points did you say they've scored off turnovers? Are they the 85 bears of this league or are the Niners the 85 bears? It ain't the Jets who claim they were the 85 (laughs) bears. Whatever
1: it is, it's definitely not the Jets. I
2: just, I, I look at the Cowboys. I think Micah Parsons is a distinctive factor that makes him maybe different than all the teams that have failed over the last 28 years.
1: Well question, is he a hundred percent?
2: I don't know. Yeah.
1: I know he's been practicing this week, but he was definitely limping around after last week's game. I don't know if he's 100%, but I'm sure he's going to play. You know, Perloff, you brought up an interesting point of the break, it's like, I know it's a big game for the Cowboys. You got to be able to prove that you can beat the 49ers in a big spot, but is this a big spot? And a lot of times when you beat the team in the regular season, if you do see them again in the playoffs, it usually goes the other way. Right? like
2: Yeah, it feels that way. This
1: happens to my team quite a bit. Root for the Buffalo Bills. They can generally beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the regular season, and then when they get to the postseason, it's a different story.
2: I would say the most important thing about this is it's a three-team race. It looks like a three-team race. Apologies to Detroit there. But Dallas, San Francisco, and Philly, and they're all competing for home field. I think you don't want to go to San Francisco. So I do think maybe that's the most important thing here is getting home field advantage.
1: No, I mean, listen, and you've got a, I think it would go a long way confidence wise, especially if Dak was able to have like a better game. I'm not even saying a a a better game. I think that maybe changes a little of the narrative. Like, you know, Gabe calling in saying McCarthy can never win or whatever.
2: And also we know the reality of the Niners. If the Niners beat them, this is a fully healthy Niners team, and we've never seen that last all the way through. So you could lose if you're Dallas. You could lose to them here, and then maybe face them. Who knows? Without McCaffrey right, right. or without G- uh, Brock Purdy, right. possibly who's been playing great. I- I'm really curious. There's a couple battles here. Uh, Brock Purdy will he throw any picks against Dallas? He's he threw a couple that were dropped last year, and he's been super clean. But Dallas pressures you in a new way. I think the whole All of America wants to know how good is Brock Purdy. Do you know? <laughs>
1: I, I know he's not an MVP. That, that okay, I know. I, I <laughs> but are you, are you are you one hundred percent
2: sure stuff. that Brock Purdy is not the NFL MVP?
1: I'm one hundred percent sure Brock Purdy's not the NFL MVP because the nickname for the offense, or for most of the a couple of players in the offense, are the Yak Brothers. Yards after the catch.
2: Yeah, like, but Purdy helps him with that. He, he puts it right does, on him.
1: He's good. But are you really telling me that he does more? He's like a point guard plus. He's like a great point guard. He's getting the ball to the places that he needs to. Are you telling me that he is actually a better quarterback than Josh Allen? Than Lamar Jackson? No, no I'm right? not.
2: Yes, I'm not saying any of that. But this is about, was Matt Ryan when he won the MVP a better quarterback than Tom Brady? No. It Was he better than, I'm not sure, it was 2016. Who else was good? But, okay, Brock Purdy right now sits seventh in MVP odds. Josh Allen, your guy, moved up to number one. Yeah. Then Tua, then Mahomes, yeah. I think when if they go fifteen and two, I would not count them out.
1: But don't don't we see what this is? Like I you're do such a system guy, and like it's fine to play I within know. the system. But like you know, Purdy is great, and I saw it put this way that he went from hitting singles to hitting doubles, and that's awesome. And he nothing should be taken away from this guy. But MVP does that when you're watching him? or you are like I'm watching the MVP of the league here? No, Eve eye test.
2: Yeah, I, I know all that, but I do think the quarterback on the best team always gets a lot of consideration. Here's Purdy leads the NFL in passer rating by a mile right now. He's been if he stays this clean, if he comes out of this Dallas game and does not throw one interception,
1: He's only thrown what one, I think he's the yeah. one pick this whole year just like Dak.
2: Yeah, if if they win the game and he's clean, I bet he moves up these rankings.
1: 8552124 CBS 8552124227. Um, we have a poll question up. You want me to ne- read it? I've never been a part of a poll question like this before.
2: I, I have no idea what this poll is. Go ahead.
3: Yeah? You, you want to know? Yes. All right. Today's show poll. Would you eat... When you eat calamari at a restaurant, are you aware that it might be pig's anus?
2: That, I don't I'm- think that should be our poll, but... <laughs> <laughs> I got
1: to vote no. I didn't know that until early this morning, and now I do.
2: But- People have to eat breakfast, Pat. What are we doing here?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. No interceptions for Brock Purdy. It's Dak who has one. Pardon me, everybody.
2: Well,
3: look, not my fault. Jay in Nashville is the one that brought it up, or whoever was brought it up. Yeah, another it caller. Jay. It was Jay. No, he said you should eat chitlins or pig anus, and then I no, think he said
1: goat's anus. Somebody,
3: the guy in San Francisco called and yes. said, "Are you aware that people at restaurants use pig anus instead of calamari?"
1: Right. Which is illegal, by the way. You can't mis- You can't represent yourself as calamari and you're actually a pig's butt. Like
3: I feel like that would have been a major breaking story. <laughs> Somebody would have had yeah. to have gotten caught at
2: some point for doing this. Yeah,
1: like where's CNN on that one?
2: Yeah, there was. I don't remember the FBI storming into a restaurant <laughs> and being like, "This is pig, not calamari."
1: Don't eat it. Um, yeah. Well, Jay was telling us that Perloff losing the bet, having to eat the skyline chili with no hands, which is going to happen in less than an hour. Uh, that it like wasn't enough.
2: Yeah. I I disagree. Listen, there's never enough for the audience when it comes to bets. (laughs) They want tattoos. They want shaved eyebrows. (laughs) They want disgusting thing. The most disgusting thing possible. I think this is a pretty good, pretty good bet. I think this is not going to be fun for me to do.
1: YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. If you'd like to watch everything going down, if not, just listen to us and you'll get the full vibe of what's going on. I yeah, can't wait to put my paw By the way, on.
2: there's there's a legitimate amount of risk here eating chili with no hands. There's a lot of things that could go wrong. Uh, I could asphyxiate myself in chili <laughs> if I can't get my head out of the bowl.
1: I mean, that would be a very odd Monday show. It's
2: I like, could welcome
1: to Maggie.
2: I could get chili in, in my morning. eye. That would be not good. I mean, do we have a chemical wash around? <laughs> Bilotti?
3: Uh, I don't think so.
2: Yeah. I don't think we have uh, a
3: Band-Aid around.
2: Me. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That's
1: true. Please don't cut yourself opening I, that can or else we got nothing for it. I could
2: have severe acid reflux. I don't know. There's a lot, This is not simple. I think you guys are laughing too much and that, not being empathetic enough. That'll be something.
3: <laughs> acid reflux. We <laughs> are leading you off the cliff.
2: Of course. Thankfully, we'll be I would expect gone. nothing else, especially from you, Boyle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll be long gone by the time your acid reflux hits, so...
4: We do have a strangely overstocked emergency yeah. cabinet that's here. that's right, that's right. There are probably multiple things in there that could save you, if necessary, <laughs> but it remains odd that you think any of these things are plausible.
3: And we have the paddles, too. I know we have the paddles. Yeah. Like the defibrillator paddles?
2: Yeah, yes. You have to have those. I did a spicy wing challenge, and you should have seen the medical demands I made. I wanted like, (laughs) I wanted an ambulance waiting outside. (laughs) And
1: again, you were worried. Perloff was worried when he did the spicy wings that somehow he was going to inadvertently touch his eyes with the wing sauce on it. Yeah,
2: well, no, that was legit. No, that you're not supposed to do.
1: I know, but you don't normally go around touching your eyes.
2: Oh, you ever watch uh, what's that show? Hot ones. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, always they always touch their eyes because your eyes are tearing. And that's uh, that's when they, the guy gets you okay. Because if you're eating the spicy sauce Your eyes are on fire And you ha- instinctively reach up Now that's well, why I'm was... worried if, I'm not allowed to use hands today I'm worried that my hands are going to Instinctually try to help me
1: Well I was being kind that I also didn't say When you ate the spicy wings You were worried about getting hot sauce in your cuticles Come on And you did not you were fine
2: That is not true, I don't even know what a cuticle is
1: <laughs> Alright, less than an hour Perloff eats The Chili with no hands. Again, youtube.com slash cbssportsradio if you want to watch. And if you are here and you are watching and you are new, we'd be so appreciative if you would just hit subscribe. So easy to do. Just hit that subscribe button and you can get updates on all the crazy, stupid stuff.
4: Listen to every MLB game live.
0: the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone.
4: Stream minor league affiliates.
0: The Midwest League home
3: run leader.
2: You can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. All right, now it's getting serious. I got 40 minutes until I have to eat a bowl of chili skyline chili famous cincinnati chili with no hands i was practicing my motion you know it's it's not that hard i'm gonna look sort of like a dog eating out (laughs) of a bowl but i'm kind of curious how this is gonna go i don't think i've ever done this eat something with no hands a pie
1: eating contest no i've never done that
2: that. or uh, maybe apple bobbing
1: yeah that seems in a post-covid world that seems like a thing we're never gonna see ever again
2: yeah, there's this thing in my kids' school where they used to hang apples on a string and you had to try to eat the apple with no hands. Yeah. That was really hard. <laughs> it um,
1: sounds impossible. Wait, have you
2: done a pie eating contest? I think sounds when like I was you have some kid. experience. I yeah, think this,
1: I'm having a memory of that.
2: Upstate New York? Yeah, it was a rite of passage. <laughs>
1: Come on. It's like uh, you can't go to kindergarten without doing one.
2: Um, yeah. Did you win?
1: Probably not, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> knowing me. <laughs> This is going to be great. I kind of want to put my poncho on right now just to get ready.
2: Oh, I definitely want to wear the poncho for a long time. I'm did this poncho.
1: <laughs> ponchos might be the ugliest form of clothing.
2: Yeah, are we going to Sometimes put... Sometimes it's
1: just better to just get wet, you know? Like, ponchos, it's like, they just look
4: terrible.
2: What about plastic on the ground? And are we going to go full American Psycho on this studio? <laughs> what, <laughs> what are we doing here? I
4: mean, I think you should at least do that. Underneath you, put something down over this carpet.
2: When did we have plastic yes. down on this Save car? Save the
1: carpet in here. Yeah. This thing is... Because it's not thing, getting cleaned. This thing could use a little skyline actually. Oh,
2: we, we have done that before. When I had to wear a hat full of barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had plastic I everywhere. Video,
1: I have a photo of that. Hold on one second. How yeah. old is this show?
2: A, y- a year and a half. In a year and a half, you've
4: done all of these things?
1: Yeah, Perloff also lost another bet. This is a um, drawing, a representation. where We yeah. had to fill a uh, 10-gallon hat with barbecue sauce, and then put it over your head.
2: Well, we have this one caller, Nick, in Texas, who bets us a lot of things, and somehow, Maggie, we keep losing to him.
3: I know. Our bad.
2: Why do you guys keep
3: taking them? That's the the first
2: problem. (laughs) I don't know.
3: That picture, there's so many things wrong with
4: that image.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And right. Did you enjoy it as much as the picture uh, that that, like that is an AI generated picture. No, I did enjoy it, but I actually that's one of the better looking pictures of me. It's not a picture; it's computer generated.
1: Yeah, it's like a drawing type thing.
2: But uh, you yeah. do
1: look like you're in some kind of blissful state. Yeah. Well, I did
2: have barbecue sauce getting poured on my head. I mean, it was a pleasant sensation. <laughs> it was uh, hard to clean up, and I, dogs were following me all weekend.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just following you home. By way,
2: the way, you think that's bad? Okay. And the other debate: Do I wear my glasses for the chili eating contest? And is this a, a a health risk?
1: I think the glasses have to be up to you. I don't want to steer you one way, and then your glasses get like. Seriously, mangled in some way, I'd feel terrible.
2: But that. once I get chili on the glasses, how am I going to see where the bowl is? Yeah, no glasses. Yeah, so either way, you're not going to be able to see.
1: Wait, how blind Ooh. are you without the glasses?
2: No, I can see, okay. but uh, but my eyes will be filled with chili. Ugh. Take the glasses, glasses off, <laughs> off. You should have goggles. You got
1: all all you guys wear glasses.
2: I should yeah, have goggles. Yeah, you should have goggles. Horse
3: I think
4: goggles.
2: I want to wear the glasses.
3: Ooh, but why?
2: To protect the eyes from the acid inside the skyline chili, just
3: close your eyes when you put your face in it. Close your
2: eyes. Uh, that doesn't sound funny. Either. Are you someone
1: who opens up their eyes underwater, like in the pool, and then oh. the chlorine in?
2: Yeah, when you're playing Marco Polo or something, you have to <laughs> yeah. cheat. I'm always, and my my daughters always have goggles, and they're like, let's you know, let's go underwater, Dad." I'm like, "I'm not wearing goggles. This is gonna kill." <laughs>
1: It's tough being a parent.
2: I should have brought swim goggles. Oh man!
1: I mean, it's New York City. Do you think we can get some delivered in a half an hour?
4: I mean, there's a drugstore nearby. I could just go there.
1: Is there a drugstore nearby? Yeah, closed. I got, in
4: my estimation, it's nearby. Yeah. It is October. You think they still have swimming <laughs> goggles out on the rack? Yeah, you're right. That's not seasonal. There's a random rack of things, especially for that stuff. They don't care about turning over those shelves. That might be in
2: clearance for sure. Mm. Goggles? Do you think I need goggles?
1: No, I don't. I think you're going to be okay.
2: This is one bowl of chili. It's the other thing. I'm not. It's not a massive amount of food here.
3: Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole bowl. It's a big bowl. It's like on a twelve ounce can.
4: On your long list of concerns, I think protecting your eyes is the only valid one. You're not going to drown because you'll be always able to pick yourself out of the bowl. Your cuticles are safe,
2: <laughs> not but your drown. eyes
4: between spicy and hot probably should be protected here.
2: I don't even know. Is this kind of chili, spicy? None of us have eaten
4: here. I think it's got got to have seasoning. It's not going to be like, might not be spicy, spicy, but it's going to have stuff in it that might irritate your eyes. There's definitely a lot of acid in
1: it. It's going to be like the Joker. Um, Yeah. Okay, so that's going to happen in a half an hour. Again, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio is where you can watch along. If not, Andrew Bogish is going to provide play by play. Uh, he's a professional at this. So we're looking forward to it. He's also got headlines this morning.
4: And thanks to us, everybody knows now that JT Riomuto is Jacob Tyler Riomuto. <laughs> so now I'll tell you that DJ Moore is Denniston Oliver Moore Jr. Wait, what was that first name? Denniston. Denniston. Dennis T-O-N. Okay. Oliver Moore Jr. So he should yeah, be Deniston. D-O-J. He should be D-O-J Moore. No, but I think he's... He's oh, Denniston Jr.,
2: so that's where you get the DJ.
3: How sweet would that be if he was D.O.J. Moore?
2: Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> the
1: Department of Justice. Yeah. And DJ D-J-more. Moore.
2: Yeah, he's going to meet out justice.
1: Remember those old, like, sports posters that would oh, be, yeah, like, he'd uh, be the, the, the mailman? It's like Carl Malone with the two dogs that are like, ruff, ruff.
2: There is a guy who wears a judge's robe in one of those Nike commercials and I have no idea who it is.
1: Uh, You're right. Who's the one with the judge's robe? All
2: right. We'll look at that. Go on, Bogus.
4: Uh, No matter what his name is, the commanders appear to be unfamiliar with Moore on Thursday Night Football. (laughs)
0: Snap back to Fields. Fields looking. Now throwing. Got open, man. DJ Moore. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Bears. Toasted the secondary on a 20-yard strike.
4: The next time they cover him will be the first time. Jeff Joniak, Bears Radio, Moore, and Justin Fields just getting started with that TD. They're Bears building a 27-3 halftime lead in Washington. They won 40-20 to end their 14-game losing streak. Fields had four touchdown passes, three of them to Moore, who caught eight passes total for 230 yards. It was just fun,
2: you know, football is fun uh, out there playing a kid's game, you know, at the end of the day. And uh, I just looked at, looked at it that way. Uh Tonight was just the stars aligned.
4: This is Chicago's first win since last October 24th, and it came a few hours after the team announced the passing of Hall of Famer Dick Butkus. The commander losing streak grows to three. That's two blowouts with Sunday's OT loss in Philly in between. I think this is math. The Eagles only beat the Commanders by three points. It was a 20-point win for the Bears last night, which means Chicago would beat Philly by 17. Uh, I did that math in
2: my head, too. I said that to Maggie this morning. I'm like, what does this game say, associate (laughs) property-wise, for my Eagles? It's not good.
4: Uh, The Bills still have not fully listened to Maggie's advice. Von Miller did fly to London after practicing without issue yesterday and Wednesday. Head coach Sean McDermott said this morning, no decision yet on Miller making his season debut Sunday morning against the Jaguars. Von is 11 months removed from a torn ACL. Another story to update, Joel Embiid has decided to play for the U.S. in the Paris Olympics next summer. He was also considering his native Cameroon and France, where he also holds citizenship. That stunned me. I was I was stunned about that. Why he wants
2: to pick a winner? Right? I know,
3: but I thought I thought he was proud of his Cameroonian. Yeah. ancestry. I think I think, I think
1: he is. But I don't think Cameroon is qualified. Okay, they haven't qualified yet, and I think they were concerned that they weren't going to. I think there's four teams left that have to qualify or something. I don't know how. So I know what's this.
3: what's what, what is the French uh, part plan of it? How is he?
1: French? France is in
3: because they're hosting. I know, but how's he French?
2: Uh, is Cameroon aligned a, a with France?
3: Yeah. Or, uh, an island? Or not, not an island. <sighs> what you For, Territory? For,
2: former, maybe. Yeah. Hey, does Joel Embiid start on the Olympic team? Does anybody know the lineup here? I mean, my assumption
4: is he negotiated all of those things before saying. Yes, oh, Okay, right? Oh. I mean, you'd think. And hey, you when mean? he negotiated,
2: you mean with LeBron
4: <laughs> or with Grant? Is Hill, LeBron is technically is, in charge. Wait, who's does, that? Does Grant
2: get to sit in in those conversations? Oh, right, Grant Hill's ahead of or it. Or
1: Steve Kerr is the coach, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, we all know who's running this show right now. It's LeBron. LeBron is making calls. He's bringing Curry. Yeah, that'd be fun. I I feel
1: like this might get in the way of LeBron's offseason fantasy football homework because LeBron (laughs) seems like he's the number one NFL guy now making picks. He's doing stuff for Thursday
3: night games. I feel
2: like LeBron doesn't want to miss anything. Like he's going to be I think he's going to want to play at the next Olympics, too. He just feels like he's into everything. No, he's going to want to coach in 28. Yeah, that could be that. So many different phrases.
4: <laughs> uh, one other Embiid thing, of course, uh, he is now having James Harden at training camp. How's that going so far?
0: It's been good. Um, you know, he's been you know doing a little bit of stuff. He hasn't hasn't played, um, but you know, energy has been great. Uh, he's been around, and, um, and I think he's good for us. So.
4: The Athletic says Harden is partaking in camp to avoid losing money like Ben Simmons did during his staring contest with the Sixers and because Harden thinks a trade to the Clippers remains possible, LA is looking around apparently for more draft capital to offer to the you Sixers. You can tell
1: he's lying because his voice goes up a little bit. It's like how is he he's
2: like he's good. It's good.
4: <laughs> his voice got
3: high. Yeah. So ridiculous.
1: It's like that's whatever you're lying it's like did you eat the cookies? No. <laughs> It's very obvious. And also, Embiid's
2: voice is so deep. When he goes (laughs) high, you'd notice it.
3: You ever I love you, man? Yeah, yeah. yeah. His voice got high.
4: Yeah. The Big Ten unveiled its latest football scheduling format yesterday. The latest tweak needed because of Oregon and Washington following USC and UCLA. Because it has to have a name, they are calling it Flex Protect 17 there are 12 protected matchups that will be played every season, including, thankfully,
2: Rutgers, Maryland. Um, <laughs> that's at noon. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> noon Eastern for sure.
4: But I've I've read the list of these 12 protected matchups 14 times, and I don't see Penn State. Penn State has no apparent annual rival that they need to play every year.
2: Whew, that's interesting. I mean, I've never felt like Penn State fit in the Big Ten. Pitt is their big rival, right? Uh, yeah. Going back in the day, but like, there's not one make-believe Big Ten school that they would have to play every year
4: just to have some weird trophy or bragging rights or something up there. I mean, Ohio State, no? I th- that's a big. That's their big game,
2: but it never was. There's no tradition there.
1: Yeah, and also they don't call it anything,
2: right? Also, Ohio State's so focused on Michigan, and Michigan's so focused on Ohio State. Yeah, I don't know. I'm from Pennsylvania, and there's I, nothing jumps to mind. Maybe Maryland. <laughs> I mean you got to protect Penn State Maryland. <laughs> but how is Rutgers Maryland make the cut? But, uh, but there's no nothing that involves
1: Penn State. They're like we want DC and New York market.
2: No, no, oh, they They want to make sure that they get that those two. They don't want to waste good games on them so they're like let's make them play each other every year oh, so we get them off good the match-ups. table.
4: That's smart.
2: I like uh, wait, that. Wait, who are the protected? Are the Western teams protected against each other, Bogus? Let me pull that back up. Uh, yeah, but I would imagine the USC and Oregon. Is, so, I mean, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The two the two UCLA,
4: Pac-12 yeah. groups split off. USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington will always play every year. And then the traditional Big Ten schools, because all of those games have names, those are all protected, too. Iowa, Minnesota. They're all like they yeah. they'll all keep playing. Is
2: that partly to a travel thing too? You want the West? You do not. You don't want USC playing Rutgers that you often. Do you think
1: anyone cares about the travel at this point? I mean, well, they have gutted and butchered college football. Like the last thing anyone was cared about is having to go cross country. It's it's worse for the other sports. Like wow, well, it's a terrible for game, the other sports. USC sport. against Maryland on a Wednesday when you should probably be even thinking about going to school.
2: I know, and who's paying for that trip, by the way? That sounds like an expect- probably the football program.
1: Yeah, the football program, the TV rights, the collective. T- wow, there's no TV
2: knows. rights for that volleyball match. No, no, no oh, I'm saying yeah. the
1: TV rights the football gets.
2: I mean, there I there get. were a lot of think pieces about this. Clearly, the football should break off into their own conferences for that very reason that you mentioned, and the other sports should stay regional. It, it makes no sense.
1: It doesn't make sense for all these other sports to fly all around the country. No, it's stupid.
2: And everybody
4: assumes we're going to get there especially once all of these ADs see what it costs to fly all the other teams yeah. around, yeah. that they're going to go, this is ridiculous. So why can't we just get to there now? Like, let's just forget yeah. the next five years of learning that this is dumb. <laughs> Assume it's dumb now. Fast forward. And let the yeah. Pac-12 schools stay there and play every other sport together, but let football come wherever, where, wherever, wherever it wants to go.
2: College moves so slowly. College sports move so slowly. It takes them forever to get to common sense. For a Decades. <laughs>
4: Uh, Billy Epler stepped down as Mets GM yesterday, maybe because he's reportedly under MLB investigation for misusing the IL. That would include stashing healthy players on the list to add somebody else to the roster. He it's- should be
3: investigated for po- trying to trot out Daniel Vogel back yeah. day after day.
4: <laughs> that guy sucks. That was the other story from the New York Post yesterday. There were two Epler hit pieces from the Post That was the first one that he and Buck Showalter had argued over Daniel Vogelback's spot on the Mets roster.
1: I'll LOL Mets all day, but every general manager uses the IL to stash healthy players, every single one. And if you're not doing that, then you're a crappy general manager. Right,
4: which is why nobody believes that this is exactly why he's leaving. And people want to know who was the snitch that told somebody at MLB that he was doing it to make them have some kind of investigation here. Buck Showalter. Maybe. uh,
1: Maybe, Buck. The only way that this story matters is about Shohei Ohtani because Epler was the GM of the Angels. He's the one that convinced, or Ohtani at least was cool with him, going to the Angels, even though Ohtani wanted to be on the West Coast and had to go to an American League team. Anyway, that's that's the only thing that I worry about with this.
4: And I thought when Steve Cohen said, you know, Next year, is doesn't matter. We're going to compete for them in the road. That was, his, he, that was him already knowing they were not going to get Otani, that they had no chance at him. So he felt comfortable saying that, that they're going to try to build for future years. So I'm not sure how much Epler's exit is going to matter if they already know that there's just zero chance of Otani coming here
1: probably I'm, going to the Dodgers.
3: I'm not sure how much Epler would have helped the cause. I mean, he would have helped, but, but I mean, if if, we, if the— He was going to be, be a tiebreaker. But if Steve Cohen's going to give him $600 million, right. he's going to come here. Yeah, it's going to most, come here. It's gonna be the most— It's
1: going to be the—I bet it's probably going to be the most money, especially now mm. with the Tommy John, the second—or whatever— oh, yeah. You know, now you've had two massive elbow surgeries. I'm taking as much money as I possibly can. I, I don't can.
2: think Otani's going for the most money. I mean, because oh, yeah, Joe Burrow? he gets so much. Of, <laughs> yeah, well, I know. I'll uh, we'll lose it on a bet. Well, I'd rather eat sushi. Tacos you eat? Yeah, I'll eat sushi. I just but think no that uh, he's going to make so much money off the field anyway. I mean, millions and millions and millions. And is not I mean, 500 million? How's he even going to spend that? Why we? So
1: that's never the point.
2: Say right? he wanted to be in L. A. Maybe he preferred L. A. to New York. With thirty million dollars out of a six hundred million dollar deal, or five hundred, that pull him to the Mets.
1: I don't know. I mean, it's not us, and I'm never going to be offered that kind of you know generational type of money. Thirty million is still a lot.
2: Is that's it? a whole
4: other level of your fan, like a that's, whole other generation that doesn't have to work.
2: But it's less than one percent of your salary. I mean. It's a small, it's not a lot to show Ayotani. Think of how much he makes in marketing. I can't imagine. I
1: know, but he's also, I, I'm going to sound like Boomer Siasin for a second. The taxes in California and New York. I mean, they're taking a, right. Uncle Sam's taking a huge chunk of yeah. that. How's he going to have any left over to live? Well, it
2: like this is Boomer
3: <laughs> yeah It's going
2: to
1: be in gas station sushi with the rest of us.
2: Well, I was going to say, if the Rays and the Marlins could get their act together, I'm sure you'd go. Look at them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for London the tax Jones, reasons. Florida. Yeah. Does Texas. Nashville have a team yet? No.
1: Anything else, folks? No,
2: I'm ready for chili.
1: Oh. Aren't we all?
2: By the way, I found the Nike poster. It's 1977. It is 12 all-stars wearing judges' robes, and it says the Supreme Court. So I guess it's a play off of court, and like all old Nike posters, it's awesome.
1: Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Mornings here on CBS Sports Radio. Get to one of the big games for the weekend in just a moment. Today is one of those days. One of those days around here. You'll get to know them soon. Perloff paying off a bet today. He's got to eat Skyline Chili with no hands. He lost a bet to me. Uh, if you want to watch that, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. It's going to happen about uh, 12 minutes from now. If you can't get to YouTube, that's fine. Our CBS Sports Radio affiliates, we've got you covered with all the play-by-play. Okay, let's get to the most fascinating quarterback in the NFL.
0: What the f*** is Aaron Rodgers up to today? Well,
1: probably keeping tabs on his team as they fly to Denver to take on the Broncos. Now, normally, the Broncos and Jets would not be an interesting game at all because both these teams are, quite frankly, pretty bad. But in training camp, Sean Payton said that Nathaniel Hackett may have been the worst coach in the history of the NFL and that's when Rodgers stood up for his guy
0: it made me feel bad that someone who's accomplished a lot in the league is that insecure that they have to take another man down to set themselves up for some sort of easy fall if it doesn't go well for that team this year I
1: thought it was way out of line and inappropriate and I think he needs to keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth. And you know what? Roger's actually kind of kind of prescient there of what <laughs> Sean Payton was trying to do because it hasn't gone well for the Denver Broncos. And I think a lot of people are pointing to the fact that the Broncos had a long way to go because Hackett was so bad.
2: Well, let's be fair, though. Uh, and by the way, I apologize. I'm a little late here. We had a chilly incident. Oh, no. I'll tell you in a second. Okay. Okay. But let's be fair. The problem with Denver is the defense. The offense has actually been okay, and H- Hackett was responsible for the offense. So... I don't blame this all on Sean Payton. I think it would have been worse if the offense was just terrible. With Sean Payton an offensive genius, then it'd be a total disaster in Denver. But I see a silver lining in how well Russell Wilson's played.
1: Okay, I think this is all part of a karmic meltdown that is happening to Sean Payton because he broke a cardinal rule in coaching. You never call out another coach like that. You can have coaching beefs a little bit. Guys meet at the 50-yard line. They don't want to shake hands. But you call out another coach and say he's doing a terrible job. I think that's bad karma and it's all coming back around on Peyton. And if you lose to Zach Wilson and the Jets, then my theory is basically ironclad. Is
2: that a thing? I never knew that was one of your rules. Don't call out another coach. I think
1: it's pretty standard.
2: I, I don't know. I've, I feel like there's coaching feuds out there.
1: There are, but this one seemed like such like Sean Payton I, I from, the, from the top rope. Like, where what, you have beef with Nathaniel Hackett? Like, why? You could have kept all that in house.
2: I I hear what you're saying, but I feel like you ripped Nathaniel Hacker pretty good.
1: Well, I mean, I'm allowed to because I was watching a lot of crap last well, year. <laughs> yeah. I'm also not taking over for the job that he once had. I, I wouldn't come in and be like, geez, that last you know radio show was terrible. Like, I wouldn't do something like that. That's, I, it's bad form. No, you're
2: right. I And this is and not it was
1: awesome, so we got very lucky we got to follow him.
2: There was this thing in the media recently where uh, Rodney Harrison was on NBC, and he asked Chris Jones to call... Uh, Zach Wilson garbage, the Jets quarterback. Well,
1: he called him garbage. He and, called like, gar- kind of right, wanted right. Chris Jones to to pile on and
2: one uh, confirm. But anyway, yeah. everyone in New York's like, how can you call Zach Wilson garbage? I'm like, have you have you listened to the radio in New York for two years? That's all you people have been calling him. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, then uh, they got mad at Rodney Harrison. There's just a lot of feelings in this game, and it's gonna be totally awesome. It is gonna be. This is more the maybe the most emotional game of the season, right?
1: I know Devonte Adams playing his former team. No one even cares. <laughs> it's like he's playing the oh. Packers this Monday Night Football. Who cares? You said you had a chili incident. So
2: we are preparing the chili for the chili challenge coming up next. One can is not enough.
1: Is that right? I have
2: to get the spaghetti to chili ratio right. So we're putting a second can of Skyline you. chili in there.
1: Who says this guy's not a legend? Because I mean, he calls uh, for a second can. He doesn't even hesitate. Just opens up a second can
2: now. Yeah, because it was too much spaghetti. Do I have to eat the whole thing? That was the big question. Because I put a second can, that's like 800 calories. I mean, this body. Calories on this thing? No, You're not leaving anything left. That's right.
1: I think you got to go the full thing. And I think you should just be glad that it actually is just spaghetti and chili at this point. Because we've gotten an education this morning on some other body parts of animals that you could be eating this morning. And like now the chili seems quite rather quaint.
2: Well, that being said, you never know what's in chili. Oh, that's true. Different uh, pig body parts.
1: We found out this morning it's possible every time you eat calamari, you could be eating pig's anus. That's a thing that we learned today.
2: A little behind the scenes. Maggie tried to help me in the last break. She said, you know, you don't want to heat it up because that's going to be really dangerous. And I said, well, who wants to eat cold chili, though? So uh, it is now being heated up.
1: Yeah, Perloff's like, I'm going to need this nice and warm. I'm like, to put your face in it? (laughs) No,
2: I mean, I want the cheese to melt.
1: Okay, but you could burn yourself. Now I'm worried about you.
2: Hashtag warrior.
1: <laughs> I know. Two cans. Just in his Two face cans. in a hot bowl of chili.
2: Two cans. Second degree burns.
1: <laughs> yeah. Trip to the hospital. Boom. Here we go.
2: Belotti has no idea where the chemical eyewash is.
1: <laughs> I know. And you nope. call yourself our union rep. Uh, 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Again, if you want to watch this, it's not mandatory because Andrew Bogish will be providing play-by-play, and he's a pro. But if you would like to watch this all go down, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio is where you can find us. And if you are in there and we say good morning to everyone, if you'd be so kind as to hit subscribe, we'd be so thankful. How you feeling?
2: A little nervous now. Uh, Got your I'm poncho? A little worried about the visuals that are going to be on the internet afterward.
1: Well, <laughs> it's way too late for that.
2: Coming up next,
1: Pearl <laughs> off versus a bowl of chili. No hands allowed.
3: Listen
0: to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, That is far, it is kind.
4: Stream minor league affiliates.
3: The Midwest League home run leader.
4: And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month.
0: Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game!